What is it? What's in that coffee? A little cream? Um, yes. Well, so they have a flavor butter pecan. Oh, wow. That's so fucking so good. So you're, in, you're into those flavors and I the pumpkin am. spice too? And they get me. Say hello! Hello! Is someone watching it? Um, well, not at the moment, but there will be. Where, where should I'm going to have you over I'm going to have you over here. Um, put on those headphones. You. Give me a quick audio. Oh, effect. I love this full body mirror. Oh my god, do you actually use those dumbbells? Good. Yes. What do you mean? They look a little too heavy. <laughs> no. Do you actually use them? Yeah, I mean, sometimes. But like, I go to the gym. So like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Occasionally. Have you ever seen those fat grips? No, but I was just like staring. I'm like, what is that? Just obviously helps with the grip. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, and it works your forearms a little bit more since there's not really workouts that forearms. You, well, there's not really workouts for your forearms that guys do. Yeah, sure. If you jerk in a way. What's up? Good to see you, kiddo. Guys, Long time tonight to we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show in Stanford. Check the link in this YouTube video. It's going to be freaking lit. Oh, you're you going to Stanford? You live in Stanford, right? <gasps> yeah. Wait, okay. I should come. It's tonight? Well, it's Monday as we're releasing this. Oh, oh, oh. So, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Theoretically, it is tonight. Yes. Right, right. But you, how long have you lived in Connecticut? For like eight years now. Okay. And where did you grow up? I'm from Maine. Yes, I knew that. Yes. I knew that. And I went to Maine. Camp Caribou in Maine. That's right. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. What's the, what's the sister camp? Manitou? There are, yes, Manitou. There are a bunch. Like Maine is like a big summer camp. Why? Well, I think just a lot of space. You know, a lot yeah. of open woods and shit yeah, yeah like woods. cheap land maybe cheap to just land. put freaking cabins in the woods yeah and just put a bunch of riffraffs in them yeah exactly but i i hated it you did i just was never a sleepaway camp guy i just always got homesick yeah i, I got homesick too sometimes yeah did you go to sleepaway camp i did in i Maine? went to chorus camp oh okay <laughs> nice i was a musical theater girl was that in maine though yeah and where'd you go to college i went to unh Okay, so you kind of stayed up in the. What's the definition of that area of New the England? country? Not, I think not of it northeast. As like northeast, but I feel like New England. Yeah, it's definitely. very. Like New that's England. a specific spot, it's England, and it but doesn't it's new. it doesn't really get more east than that, I guess. No, if you're at least you're going to Canada. Yeah, Canadian. you ever go to Canada? Like go over the border, get some drinks, we and then would, come back. In like high school, that was like everyone would try to go up there, you know, to like get some get some of the alcohols, and we would go up to Quebec, 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 Quebec. Have you been to Quebec? No, I haven't. It's gorgeous. I would like to go. I've never been to Canada. I don't believe you no. haven't. No, I kind of I want to go up to Niagara Falls, and then yeah. that's that's pretty close, right? To Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think from here, yeah. it's uh, I think I've heard it's like an eight to ten hour drive, which is the same as like North Carolina. And if I'm going down to North Carolina, might as well be going up there. You, you might, know what I'm saying? might as well. So what's up, Sam? This is your second time on the Ted Jones yeah. Podcast. The last time you were here, I believe, was August. Yeah, something like that. But Probably you've uh, you've yeah. been doing a ton of comedy. Selling shit out. You with your with your uh, boyfriend. I think that is yes, the name boyfriend. of him right now, James. Yes. yes. And um, you have a. I guess you have like what is it a sketch that you'd say when you go oh James uh, yeah like What's a the, bit you know yeah. I guess it's one of those things where we did one of them a couple of years ago and it just did so well explain it to that was like so you guys have probably seen a lot of you know there's a lot of iterations of them where you're doing like a trend or doing a challenge especially me and my boyfriend do a lot of like the partner challenges where like you know even some of them are just like insane like gymnastic up. like yeah these are for like professional athletes <laughs> and we're just in my living room with my cats doing these insane challenges and there are a couple it's funny like some of the ones that have always looked the hardest we've like been able to somehow pull it off and like do it but it's like the ones you're like oh that looks that looks easy then yeah. it's like oh i never no really way. got into those dances on tiktok because it just takes me so long to it's, learn them even the easier ones people don't even know how long it takes you know like they're like oh it takes you five seconds no, right no, no, to do no, no, it no. like yeah. I'd, I'd much rather just think of anything else besides doing a dance like a 10 move dance would take me like 15 tiktoks you know this kid, it's what is his name? Up. Octopus lover. You I, see this kid, he's course, blowing up recently. Of course. So he does, up see a girl, I'll post a DM. Yeah. Tell him. Yeah. So I hit a minute DM. Yeah, that and one. he's so killing I, it. I, that took me like 30 minutes and it still like, wasn't I that know, good. But I know, it's tough. The dancers are crazy. Easy. Crazy. <sighs> but a lot of those people, like, I think he has a little bit of experience. 
and so dance, what, I believe. I think what, one of her. I, I don't know where he came from. Was there just like a, a viral post that kind of just bring the, bring, brought him into the mesh? Well, like, is that what happened with you? The, yeah. Well, you know, it's like one video does well. And that's kind of the art of it is like, okay, how do I replicate that again? You know, like that video did really good. Okay, what are aspects of it that made it do really good? And can I do that again? Yeah, you, you know, see kind like, of a different way. You see college students are just taking over with their story time and putting on makeup. Like that's, this girl, Alex Earl, every time she pops up on my For You page, she has 500,000 likes yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, she's kind of an anonymous. Anomaly. Anomaly. I was like, I'm happy I knew it. <laughs> but just yes. to, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, this girl like puts on makeup and she's like, yeah, today I'm going to yeah go to brunch. I'm so hungover. Like this guy was talking to me last night and she's just doing something new in like every two frames. Yeah, like a she's Mr. talking Beast a story type. about like being in college and just being, I think. Relatable. She, yeah, right? well, it's relatable, but also like she's so gorgeous and like perfect that it's like aspiration like i feel like that was like the original influencer was someone who was like hot and like rich and active who would their you life say together. is maybe the first original influencer was it like a paris hilton exactly yeah and she was rich and hot and you're like what does a rich hot person with a ton of money love to do you know like it's like a life that you're like what is that life like like couldn't be me it's interesting how the first two <laughs> real influencers became famous because of sex tapes right paris hilton and then James kim kardashian <laughs> Imagine. Oh my like God. Yeah, that was blowing up. So I was talking with Tori Cole the other night, yes, and she mentioned her. how you were on the Ted Jones comedy show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she was talking about the OJ sketches, and that's how she originally found you, and she yes. loved those. Yes. So that was it's pretty a funny. Good, she's you great. know, James is a good sport. And yeah, I think he's also what, so funny. I think like his facial expressions man, yeah. when he's doing Yeah, yeah, exactly. The yeah, straight It man. works, especially compared to my insanity and, you know, outrageousness. It balances the scene well. It's, do you believe in star science? <laughs> kind of. What are you? So I'm a Scorpio. Me too. You are? Okay. So oh, I what, think we might have Yeah, that. May, may have went over this. Yeah. But what is James? He's a Gemini. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So like in the world of astrology, like we would. Not good. Not good. But for what you guys are doing, terrific. I know. Well, that's why it's weird. And I forget, like I need to look up. His like rising. And oh his yeah, that, moon that's and the. Sh his... I don't get into that shit. Yeah, I just go the straight up the it's Scorpio straight. Gemini, not like the Taurus Moon. And because stuff. that's when people are like, well, you know, what you want to be and what he wants to be, you know. Kind oh, of so that could right, right, right. Okay, you know, that so makes who knows? But you know, who knows? Yeah, because I had a bad experience with a Gemini girl, and then my best friend now is a Gemini boy, and I think that having like a dynamic two bros yeah. being pretty polar opposite, not polar opposite at all, but yeah. I think like what we kind of expect from that particular moment. I can't even explain it. Yeah. Especially when there's not like a sexual tension. They can't really explain it. You know what I mean? There isn't. <laughs> not yet, dude. Yeah. Not yet. How much money do you have, bro? But like, it just, I think connecting with bros, it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Than like De a man yeah. and woman. Friendship versus. Yeah. Cause like if we live together, I don't know, maybe I'd be like, bro, the fuck? Yeah. The pubes yeah. All over living together is a new. Yeah. How long have you been thing. living with that, uh, James? Well, probably like seven years now. Like I moved to Stanford and that's when really things picked up with him. Mm -hmm. And he moved in about a year later. How much older is he than you? How old do you think James is? Just guess. You were about to say 10 years, but. <laughs> you um, got it. I got it. Because yeah. you were like, take a guess. Uh, I, 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 I would guess like five, six. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I, I would not mind having a girlfriend who's 10 years younger than me at this particular time. And it sounds like yes. controversial yes. a little bit. Like, Ted, you're going to date a 21 year old woman? How old are you? Girl, 31. 31. Yeah, 31 and a half. 31 and change. Oh. Almost our half birthday coming up in May, right? May 13th is my half. Oh, but half is nice. Yeah, half is, and half. yeah, yeah. It's just like when it starts to get edge closer. Yeah, and closer. But you're aging well. You look great. I'm trying. You look great, Sam. I'm you look great. For real. I'm trying. How's comedy been? How's everything been? Let's talk about Good it. Because last time you were here on the couch, you were selling shit out. Yes. Well, you know, trying. I'm so. You know, it's like, especially with where I'm at, like, it's it's nice because I can travel to different places because I do have, you know, an audience that comes from, you know, all over. So obviously I lean on, you know, the social media a lot to help bring people to the shows. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I've been able, like, I'm going to Austin in, um, in June. I'm going to Maine 
next month I'm doing some shows in LA. I'm doing, I'm going to Toronto in August. Wow. And this is all you headlining. Yeah. Doing the whole show. Are you doing an hour now? So I'm like 45 minutes. And then you'll just have like a couple people. And then I have, yeah, 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 a couple people. But I do, you know, it depends. Like I've been playing around. I do kind of like this. Because I do in social media, I have, you know, I've been doing this for a couple of years now where I have people submit their anonymous secrets. And even on our podcast that James and I do, we talk a lot about, you know, like it's called Weird, weird and Proud. And um, we have people call in and tell us their weirdest secret or like something weird that they do. And so it's become so I'm like, how do I can bring an aspect of that to the show? And I actually do like the last like 10, 15 minutes is people writing it like they'll literally handwrite the beginning of the show james goes around <laughs> with a little hat with like literally a little hat <laughs> old school style we have like pens and paper and people will write down their secrets and i i've seen this new comic that started doing a version of it he does confessions and there's like a qr code on the screen so you can like like submit it electronically oh, okay. and i was like oh that's actually a good idea yeah that is a good idea um oh, you see on the back of this we have the qr code do you oh oh no that was just water right yeah, not a no, whole cup vodka. of vodka <laughs> yeah all right i deserve that what's well, wet right it's water anyway water. i have a qr code on the back you see that that's very smart so when you snap it yeah it's to very hands world anyway very what, what were you saying you. before i did well what was the one of the weirder moments uh or one of the weird things that somebody reached out and told you i'm gonna get a little um, Go ahead. i've had so many weird ones a lot of like um one that stands out to me because it was just so specific like i think some of the ones that get super super specific like one woman liked to go to these sex parties that had themes like and a swingers party? yeah like a swingers party that would have like different themes to it and one night it was colonial time themed no way so she's like wearing a george washington fucking thing oh and God, she was weird. the butter churner so like she dressed up as like you know i don't know what butter churners in the colonial oh, no, times and like yeah and literally would just churn butter and like that you know and then she'd make it like sexual and then she'd like yeah and so that was you know she Love that was like her favorite. That was her secret was that like she loved the colonial time sex party. And swingers. Was there, there was like a weird story behind it. Though? Yeah, well, just you know, just that she told that she was the butter churner, and there was something <laughs> about. <laughs> what did the guy do though? Like she was being well, dragged then, along or what? Well, and then apparently she would use the butter as like lube. You know, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Actually? Well, you know, some people use coconut oil. Okay. So maybe like a ghee, you know, for the vegans. Yeah, but I feel like butter is straight up from a cow, right? Like, then, co where's coconut oil from? The coconut, maybe that's more yeah, natural than yeah, taking it from like yeah. the vage of a cow, yeah, you know? Yeah, cow fat, basically. I think I by accidentally ate a ate cream cheese <gasps> non-vegan yesterday, yeah. Because I ordered vegetable cream cheese thinking to myself, it's fucking vegetable, but it's tofu cream cheese, Ted Jones. Not vegetable cream cheese. So I had a few bites and I was like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Do you like get really sick <laughs> if that happens? It, maybe I would, but this particular time I didn't. I was, yeah. uh, I, was, I was like happy that that happened. But if I eat too much of anything, I'll get sick. Too much sugar, too much salt. Yeah, just because yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I eat very healthy. Yeah. So anything that's weird will just fuck up my system. Like if I have a Coke, if I have like a full, <laughs> not cocaine. Yeah. Well, oh. either way, either way. But yeah. if I have a can of Coke, I won't feel so good. The sugar, the salt. I don't yeah, think my yeah, body's yeah, used yeah, to it yeah. anymore because I used to go to McDonald's three or four times a week. Weren't you? Didn't you used to be a little chopper? A little, yeah. I, I lost 25 pounds. Oh, good for you. So was that, that was when was that? Kind of like my overweight phase. It was yeah, like, yeah. I'd say probably like four years ago. Oh, okay. And I had jaw surgery that like really affected what I was eating. So I got Damn. really skinny. But I was also doing a lot of drugs. It wasn't yeah. great. I was promoting yeah. clubs. Did you know that I did yeah. that? No, I didn't know that you promoted clubs. Yeah, so like six nights a week. I was Shut out up. until 3 like a.m. in New York City? Yeah. <gasps> it was like my summer gig for a while. And then I was working for my dad. I was just doing shit that was just easy for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting the wrong crowd. Yes. Yeah, Definitely. So there's a lot of like cranberry vodka, a lot of smoking heaters. Heaters. It, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a healthy time. Yeah, that was sure. that was me. Six years ago, I was pushing 210 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. 
I lost 60 Sorry, pounds. Sorry, is that rude? Pounds. But you look terrific <laughs> now. <Whoa! laughs> you look good. You look great. You look no. fucking great. No, yeah. Um, yeah, and that was the same thing. I was in like a sales job. Sitting. That was like, yeah, you know, and I was working my ass off and I was just loved my, my butts. Oh my yeah. Did you do Adderall too? No, I should have. Right. <laughs> I was fat. Oh yeah. Cause that all, that'll help eating. you stop eating. Right. Yeah. But what was, what was your mindset? Like you walk in, you'd work for three hours, hunched over, you go outside, 15 minutes, cigarettes, well, lunch, breakfast, I the whole was, thing. So I was like a traveling saleswoman. So like I would was in my car like going door to door sales. Oh, that almost sounds like that would make you want to eat more. So I was yeah eating on the road, you know, like oh, always eating fast in food in the car, ripping Smoking butts, yeah, and just eating like crap. Never worked out, never exercised. I was literally in the car like six hours I a think day. We talked about that. Did yeah. you have any pains in your body? Yeah, that I came out like I was back uh, pain whatever. all over, and like I just got super sick. I got. And I have not had it since, but because I ate, and I ate a lot of sugar too. I was like a sweets person. So like I would always have like a huge bag of chocolates, of Reese's, like, and I would break out in rashes all over my body to the point where like I used to work in the veterinary field. So I always thought that I had like ringworm because it was like, (laughs) which like I didn't have ringworm, but Uh I was like, it, I had these rashes all over my body and I had like the worst acid reflux. I was always so sick in the morning. What was your mindset there though? Did you know that it was the food or you were like, maybe it was the animals? I was like, maybe it's, the, yeah, I was like, it can't be, it can't be me smoking Isn't it two insane? packs of cigarettes. We are so naive sometimes about so things naive. that are affecting our health. No, totally. And I don't know if you saw this just came out, John Mulaney's new pod, uh, podcast. I saw he special. was talking, well, oh, I thought I saw him talking to Theo Vaughn about his cocaine problem. But yeah, what we're, we talking well, about? it's like that mindset where you're like, ah, uh, you know, like I'm doing a lot of drugs, I'm drinking and eating a lot. You know, I could make the easy decision to just stop doing this, or I could just. Well, keep... I don't think that's an. I don't think that's an easy decision. To <gasps> well, right, that. right, but, but like you mean, in like your head, yeah, logically, you're yes. like, you're just like, stop doing that. Totally. Would you say that James kind of fixed you in a way from that? Well, point? he was definitely very helpful. You know, he's always been obviously like super supportive of anything I do. Yeah, so it's that. really helpful if I'm like, all right, listen, you know, like I've been cutting drinking out. I haven't drank for like five months. Nice. Cause there's just times where I'm like, all right, I need to, for my mental, physical, you know, I need to cut it down. And he's like, whatever you need, whatever you do. So we like, don't have, you know, he's like, I'll take alcohol out of the house. We'll, you know, I won't go out as much. I won't drink as much. So he's very supportive in that way. But I think I, you know, like when you're in that position, it's like almost worse when someone's like, Hey, I'm worried about you. You know, especially like coming from him, I'd have been like, fuck you. You know, like it would be hard to not like get pissed at him. So I think he was just supportive. So when I was to the point where I was like, I think I really need to make a change. He's yeah, like, when was that? Amazing. When was that? Um, well, it was more like, you know, I was like on this, you know, like I call it my come to Jesus where I was like looking for anything. Like I was like, what do I do? Like I got a life coach. Like I tried to like, I got my energy read. Like I was just like going to like any self-help. Like I was just Googling like what would make you happy. And I remember I started like singing again. Like James was like, you should start singing because you love singing. You love music. You love performing. And this back then was like, I wasn't doing any of this stuff. I wasn't doing social media, wasn't performing in any way, comedy, anything. And I was like, all right. And I think I just needed something that like brought me joy again, you know? And that was singing. I started taking singing lessons from like this guy who really only teaches like middle schoolers. And I was like, you know, and I finally like felt joy again of doing things. Like I was like, oh, I can do something that I love again. And I was just taking work so seriously. And it was kind of, it was kind of like a mindset shift. I think it was like a couple different things that were happening, but I was like, as soon as I, you know, was like, oh, if I could start singing again and like performing, that would make me want to lose weight. Like there was. Yeah. Did you do singing videos ever? I did. If you go way, way back, way back, all of my videos were singing cover songs. Yeah. That was like how I first started posting on social media. Did you think that this was going to be your avenue singing and then you're just going to be the choir girl on Broadway? Literally up until the choir girl on Broadway. I was like up until COVID happened like i was going to broadway auditions at five in the morning why are they five in the morning well like open calls like if you don't have like a background you have to be there well you know you'd have to wait to get in line like i went to the aladdin audition oh my god i want to see that i've been telling my mom for years she thought i was joking 
but yeah, I no, really it's do. literally so good. I want to see it. It's <sighs> so good. And so they have auditions that start at 8 a.m. But if you're <laughs> non-union, you have to get in the line and they only see a certain amount yeah, of I day. Guess, I guess that makes sense. So and I'm they, and they have like matinees starting at like 2. So they probably yeah, have to so get everybody like, in get and everyone out. Yeah, so they're like, get everyone in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so that was what I was doing. And I obviously loved comedy. I was getting into stand-up. I literally had done like three stand-up shows before. Was that in the city? or In the you, city, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what were the places like, that you were doing? Um, did one on Broadway at the, the uh, comic right. strip. Okay. <laughs> and Grizzly Pear. Nice. All right. So three three uh, respectable spots, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, they were like, you know, new talent, you know, type of things. Because I had just done the Manhattan Comedy School. Okay. They have a stand-up class that they teach. What was, year was that? So that was literally 2020. I finished the class like March 3rd. 2020 and then when did your tiktok start to blow up right around that time like so i think i doubt honestly it wasn't until you know whatever the shutdown was march 15th so it was probably like end of march and i was like fuck when did you download tiktok um i downloaded it probably around that time probably like in the beginning of the year but i hadn't really posted on it like it was one of those things where i'm like trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. you know and it was even if you look at tiktok like in that time versus now how much it's changed it was a lot of dancing back then a lot of dancing a lot of trends like it was almost always a trending sound you know like it was like that was like the big thing was everyone was trying to jump on a trending sound which i feel like now it's a lot more story times a lot more original you know like you don't really see as many trends anymore Mm -hmm. you know sometimes but um so I literally, I had just done, my first video was me going, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and it got like 700,000 views. Yeah. Well, I, I was saying that. I yeah, you would have followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, yeah, 700,000 views. And I was like, the fuck? I was like, 700,000 views for mm-hmm. that dumb five second video it took yeah. me to make. And I was like, maybe there is something here. And literally, probably like the first nine months, like all of 2020, I was just throwing shit against the wall. And obviously it kept coming back to the mouth because that would get millions of views. So I'm like, obviously there's something here that I can play with. But it was doing singing, doing cover songs, doing stuff with my pets, doing weird stuff with James. Like I was all over the place just to find what stuck Mm -hmm. and would do well. And of course, you know, the mouth. Once you got that one video that had 80 million views, the, I want to see your cheeks grow red. Yes, that was like the really first, the biggest viral one. What was your comedy career like at that particular moment? Well, that was, so that went viral in October, 2020. So that was like lockdown central. So like I was doing a lot of online classes. Like I was like, all right, I'll take advantage of this. So I was doing like, you know, I was doing a bunch of sketch classes on like Groundlings and UCB. Mm-hmm. So I was taking classes. I was doing like some online stand-up. Like Jesse Curson does um, this online stand-up for women only. <clears throat> so I was doing her classes. Cool. That's how I got to know her and got in with that group. And so, yeah, it was like, you know, I was doing like, I also loved improv. And I did all, I literally also had just finished all four levels of UCB improv. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we were doing, we were about to do our class shows like March 16, yeah. 2020. And then yeah. that, that was it. Yeah. I think we talked about this. Yeah, too. I think we did talk about this too. Um, but yeah, now it's not even in New York. So mm. it's like. Apparently they're coming back. Oh, really? So we'll see. I don't, oh my God, that would be know. honestly. I don't know how fired up people are going to be with the new program. I mean, I, hopefully it would be the, be kind of the same thing because their yeah. old building, like the old classes were amazing. So I know. I don't know how they're going to do it now. I know. Um, so yeah, so I was doing a lot of improv, so I was doing some improv classes, you know, with UCB doing like some, you know, but it's doing comedy over zoom is like literally the fucking worst. Yeah. If you were doing doing some of that. No, no, no. I I didn't. I was doing the podcast, doing some vlog stuff, but I, I never did a zoom show. Yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, it's like, what's the point? Cause the point you do it is for the laughs and being around people. Yes. And it's like, yeah, basically impossible. But so having such a big audience online, where you're able to sell out whatever it is, a 300, 400 person theater. Did you feel more pressure that people were like, oh, they are yes. coming to see Sam Ramsdale yes. online? Cause like your comedy career is kind of flipped how people usually do it. You know, people will start at the yeah. open mics yeah. for years and then yeah. they'll get that one TikTok boost yeah. and then people are coming to see because of the TikTok, but yeah. then they have five or seven years of stand up behind you. Right. So what's that been right. like for you? Well, you know, it is like I've had to be like, okay, you know, 
that's why I've been trying to do smaller shows. Like I, you know, I've been trying to go to clubs that are a little bit smaller so I can try out stuff there because you have to. And, and stand-up comedy is one of those things that you almost can't just like jump, you know, the line because you just aren't ready. Like I really have to, the last two years it's been, you know, running the same material and making little changes here and there. Like you've probably seen a lot of like the, you know, cause we've done a lot of shows over the last couple of years where like, you know, I was so new at it. You have to do it a million times to get good at it. And mm-hmm. it is one of those things like it takes, you know, there's like that stat that like it takes 10 years. Especially for when there's the high pressure. Like you're saying, people are coming right. to see Sam Ramsdale. They've seen her on TikTok. Right. They want to see the funniest part. Yeah, like you don't really have room to mess around with five minutes of jokes. You kind of want to have your 45 right. minutes all set. Yeah, like ready really, to go. really tight. Mm-hmm. So it is hard, and especially to, you know, people like post your clips online. And I'm like, I'm not going to post my best stuff because like I only have so much right now because I've only written so much. Some of these other guys that you see are posting clips have been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. So they have jokes they can retire and not do again and post or they're doing a lot of crowd work, you know, and it's stuff they're not going to use again. So it's like I don't have that because so much of my stuff is like refined and stuff I've literally been working on since before the pandemic that you know, is finally at a point where it's like, okay, this is tight. And this is, you know, how are you, how are you adjusting? Good. You know, it is kind of crazy. I feel like I had talked about this even too on my podcast about the loneliness factor of like this line of work, which like, I feel like you see some of these big people online, you see some big comment, you know, or performers and you're like, oh, they must, you know, know, you know, they have millions of people that follow them, but it's like, it is the loneliest job I've ever had. Because I only have myself and like me to lean back on. Like it's my face, you know, it's my brand, my page. Mm-hmm. And especially like, you know, if you start a new job, you get a workbook and like, a, you know, things to expect. You're 30, 60, 90 days as a new hire here. And it's like you don't get any of that when you start in this in the entertainment world. Well, what do you think it was going to be like when you had a huge fan base and you were like, okay, now I'm going to travel? <gasps> well, I shows. thought that like I would have a manager. Like I thought like, you know, you would have a team and I do have an agent. But like, you know, I thought I'd like be in contact with them. And I guess I see some of these other, you know, influencers with huge teams. They have a PR team. They have a manager. They have an agent. But that three might, agents. That might not be the people who are doing stand up, though. <gasps> totally. And I guess, you know, I'm called so kind of looking because I am kind of like this mix yeah, you're of like, like a both creator worlds, right. and a comic. Sure. Um, but you know, you have all these people that come on the road with you, you know, and you do these shows you have, you know, and I feel like it is also hard to like kind of make genuine friendships too sometimes yeah, in this world. Yeah, people would probably be bitter and jealous of you just to be honest. Well that, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, you don't know if like people, yeah, people are really want to hang out with you because they like you or like, are they just like, Hey, can you tag me? You know, really? like, Hey, can you post the, you know, it's just like, you feel like, uh, you know, so it's hard to. Sometimes, yeah, like, you know, be like, do you really like me? Fit in, maybe. Fit in also. Because you have such a big presence. And then the people who've been working on it for three to four years, they're kind of like, oh, well, she has this huge following, but she's at this show here with me. I'm jealous. I'm pissed. Well, yeah. And, you know, I was out. I have a friend's birthday last weekend and I showed up and one of the guys who ended up getting really drunk came up to me. He was like, I really didn't want you to come because I thought you were going to be a bitch and it was going to make this all awkward. He's like, but you're cool. You're actually like super cool. I didn't expect you to. And he's just a random guy at the party. Yeah. Uh, You know, so there's just like people. I know. Well, he was, yeah, he was on a lot of things (laughs) and I was just like dead sober. And I'm like, great. Um, Yeah. So, you know, so I think a lot of people do like don't know how to act sometimes. Right. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, are you going to post about this? Are you going to make it? Are you making a post? Uh, Like anytime I grab my phone, people are like, oh, she's posting. Everyone, look, she's going to post something. It's also because people are not used to this at all totally 10 years ago this wouldn't have happened yeah you know you wouldn't have had this big blow up on an app and then everyone knows you totally it just doesn't exist maybe you'd be you'd be in a movie and then everybody on the street would bug out because everyone's seen that movie but it's just different it is it is such a weird different world i was just watching um the trailer for Black Mirror that's coming out soon. Oh, another, Black Mirror another one on Netflix? It's literally just dropped today. It's, oh, wow. I imagine it's going to be nuts. I know. You can't even like watch that stuff anymore. Some of them was too scary. <laughs> yeah. This Wait, so what was the real. one where it was like you had clout and then like every yes. time you did something weird, it yes, like went you, down a great That's literally how I feel going outside. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wonder if they, they'll do one of the episodes where like if people are just 
in person walking on the street and you see like, is she single or not? And you'd be like, oh, she's single. Okay, I'll go up to her, talk to her. Or like, does she want to be approached? Or like, does she like me? Yes. It's literally, that's probably going to be with like all the AI stuff. You can just like have your AI person go out. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's some crazy stuff. But yeah, it's weird to think about. It is. It's like, it's a very crazy new world. Yeah. And I love it. And, you know, realistically, you and I would probably not have the opportunity to talk for an hour sitting on the couch percent. just shooting the shit. A million percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how's your podcast been going, though, with James? Good. It's been fun. You know, it's, you know, again, it's it's great because, number one, I, you know, it gives me another opportunity to try out some new content and, like, some stories and stuff. You know, it keeps you... On your toes, right? Keeps you on your toes rather than just writing for... So- it just gives me something a little bit different and obviously longer form, so I'm not thinking how can i cut this down into 60 seconds you know so and james and i obviously have a lot of fun doing it it's a nice little you know break from him just like showing that he literally hates his life all Bonding the time you know like yeah, he yeah. speaks english <laughs> um he actually talks he's actually great dude james yeah, if, if you're watching which i imagine you are yes. what's up buddy you're yes. a great dude yes james yeah he obviously big fan um he you know he, he is like the most genuine like he's from wisconsin okay Oh, he's a cheese head? So he's a cheese head. He just is like the nicest guy ever. Like most supportive, most genuine guy. So he is, so we have a good time and it's, you know, again, just, it's like you also in this world, it's like faster and faster. Like you can't just be like a creator or comedian. It's like, you have to have a podcast. You have to have the YouTube. You gotta, you know, constantly have the merch. And it's like. You can't just do like one thing or even two. It's like you have to do everything. Yeah, you really have to be an all around type player. Yeah. To like be, you know, taken like for real. So, you know, so we do, we love doing it. It's obviously great too to grow, you know, again, trying to grow my YouTube, you know, and like have another thing to bring people. Cause like, you know, of course, when everyone was freaking out about the TikTok thing. Yeah, with you were talking TikTok. about you were talking about uh, that with me the other night. How do you yeah. feel about that? How TikTok potentially will be banned, but probably won't, right? I, I at this point, do you I have any behind the it. scenes info or no? Not really. Only you know just what I watch on on TikTok, um, <laughs> but where I get every, all of my news and facts. Yeah, from. it's crazy how I feel like I do not even need to read anymore. No. I swear to God, no. It's, it's just a waste of time to no, read. Literally, like a book's gonna take me three weeks. I'll just watch I'll a two-minute TikTok. Right. Go. It was there's a sketch on TikTok about that too. How like everyone's going around like, yeah, I read this thing. It's like, are you watching on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. And my grandma's yeah, like, I just hey, saw been this. reading oh, today. Yeah, yeah reading all day. I was on TikTok. <laughs> Big reader. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it actually will get. I highly doubt that because then it like you know, brings up then again with social media in general and the first amendment and, you know, then it gets a little scary on what they can have access to. What do you think social media is going to look like over the next few years? Is it going to make a lot more stars continuing to make stars? Are people just going to be completely digital? What do you feel? I don't, it's hard. It literally within, you know, six months, I feel like TikTok changes just like who's going viral, who's big at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think TikTok's going to continue to grow. I think, um, you know, it'll be interesting too, to see what happens with like, you know, I know YouTube is trying to fight a lot against TikTok. This whole lemon eight. Did you, have you heard about that new app? No, talk about it. So it's a new app and they've been pushing, you know, they'd reached out to a bunch of TikTokers, obviously a bunch of people on other who are big on other platforms and are like, we'll pay you. you. They did, but it was like not pay enough to like drive people to another, you know, it's like, it's not worth it. But, um, it's almost kind of like a Pinterest of like social media. Like you go on, you have a profile and like you, it's basically like, looks like little block grids and you can click on something and it's like, you know, 10 things I do every morning as my morning routine. And then you can watch a video where it's like, you know, very versatile. So you can do, like almost like a blog post or you can make pictures or you can make videos. So I haven't played around with it enough, but like that's like the new thing that people are talking about is, oh, like lemonade is going to be the new thing. Well, is that just looking at everything that person's brand kind of? Basically. It's like, yeah, it's like having a place where like your blog, you know, like if you do blogs, if you do video, long form videos, short form, it's like any type of media is on there. It's kind of like a free for all. What's been your best moment in comedy thus far? best moment like in live comedy and yeah, stand up stand up stand up yes well just you know again like being able to sell out 
shows like i just sold out maine which obviously you know so you added you added another show there yeah, or is that a almost, different state? um i added another show okay, there so. yeah which is nice um and you know just being able to travel all over and being able to have such amazing support like i never thought i'd be able to do a show in texas and you know like have it you know basically be covered by people who want to come see me you know so that's really cool. I, you know, I'm just, I'm very grateful. It is like, sometimes I do have to stop because everything's moving so fast constantly. And I'm constantly like, you have to be in the mindset, like what's next? What's next? Like, I got to do this where it's like, sometimes I forget to like stop for a second and be like, holy shit. Like, you know, like when I really stop to think like 3.6 million people are like, you know, doing these big shows, you know, that it's like, oh my, like this is real. <laughs> you know, like it almost like doesn't really fully hit you. Was there a, a switch? Where people started recognizing you on the street fully. People started well, reaching out to you for gigs. Yeah. I mean, definitely over, you know, the last like year, six months, you know, when I obviously my Instagram has been growing really nicely, which has been awesome. Um, so I've seen an uptick and just, you know, my which is nice. It's like that's like your biggest fear. It's like a creator or, or anyone comedian to be like irrelevant or like, oh, my God, people aren't going to care about me if we're going to be working with AI so closely over the next hundreds of years, I know we got to figure something out Yeah, because there, there is a disconnect. There I feel, you know, something can be so good, but because of the computer program, Mm. it doesn't pick it up, whatever it may be at a particular time. It is. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard because, and I'm sure like, you know, every other creator comedian thinks goes through this, but it's like when the algorithm like can dictate like, how your life is going money wise like, too money wise like if you're getting good brand deals like brands are going to pay you less if your reach is less you know this didn't exist 20 years ago which is a crazy no, thought people no. will say oh yeah stand-up was a lot harder to make it 20 years ago but you didn't have to wear 10 different hats right you wore one hat and everybody around you was basically wearing one hat right maybe you look a little bit better because you went to the gym you're eating healthy totally. your skin looks better but it's just basically <laughs> health and your stand-up jokes. Totally. And even, like, you look at Matt Reif, who's, like, blown up. Mm-hmm. And, so you know, people can be like, oh, look, it's so easy. You just throw up some of your stand-up. And it's like, he also, like, I'm sure he has to hire a, like, very professional videographer, sound person. All the way he gets the angles, like, he has multiple different cameras set up so that he can get everyone's reaction from the crowd work. All the editing and work that goes into his clips, you mm-hmm. know, it's like... It's so easy to look at stuff and be like, oh, that's so easy. Like, you know, you just threw up those clips. But it is like, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of those crowd work jokes are kind of similar ones he's done for the last 10 years. And he's just been able to perfect them. I mean, obviously, a lot of them you can't know ahead of time. But there are certain lines and questions you know to use that are going to get good responses from the crowd. And, you know, and it's like, it does take a lot of work. And even just doing those TikTok, you know, it's like, I'm sure he probably has to hire. He probably just hires people to do it all for him. But like, when you're kind of in this stage where it's like, you're doing a lot of it yourself, a lot of people just don't know how much work it is. You talk about behind the scenes. What's something that people wouldn't otherwise think about how much work it is? Watching well, and scrolling on TikTok. I mean, that's like, you know, that responding to people. I mean, I probably take like two hours of my day to respond to people because I do think that's important direct too. Direct messages or comments? Direct messages, comments, both on multiple apps, you know, and on multiple accounts. So I have my podcast account. So I'm going back and forth, you know, going on there, responding, going on to YouTube, responding. And that's something people would never think would about. never think. But a lot of people are like, <laughs> oh, you know, are like, oh, wow, I didn't think you would respond to me. Like, you know, but it does make them little more te- you know yeah, that's like, what i try and do on youtube even the negative comments yeah Dude, that's not funny thanks for tuning in yeah you're Is this still a joke? watching thanks brother <laughs> please subscribe i'm just like and i you and i 85 percent of the time when i respond nicely to a mean comment i don't hear anything after of course, like if you want to start a war mean, bro right, like let's, let's go doggy i got the freaking fat grips and yeah the, you got the fat the, grips bro. <laughs> the dumbbells no, but it's funny that, you know, how people act online as how they act on person. You'll rarely have Never. a hate or comment from somebody who has a full legit profile, right? Right. Well, and I always think of like people who comment negatively, which of course I get a lot of, um, like what minds, like state of mind they have to be in to write something negative on someone else's. Yeah, what do you, th- what do you think? You know, that? it's like people are just, it's like you feel worse than them because I've never been so angry at the world or like i mean maybe i would have actually like five years ago 
if I, you know, because I was like really depressed. And, I, you know, and, I haven't gone oh, through so bad. Yeah, but. and maybe when I was 13, 14, I was doing stuff like that, maybe. Not and a lot vicious. of times it is like 13 year olds, yeah. though, too. Not vicious know? stuff, but like, yeah, like I was fucking dumb. Up. Yeah, dumb. Yeah. Which yeah. it is a lot of, you know, a lot of times too. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so mean. And I look, yeah. it's like a 12 year old. I'm like, okay. Um, I wonder if they're going to put regulate, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, yeah. So I, you know, it's like, these are not like normal sound of mind yeah. people. I like, wonder if they're going to put regulations on stuff where you're not allowed to use certain apps until you're 14 years old. I think that'd be great. Remember when we were kids, we didn't get cell phones until we were 15, 16, 17. Yeah. And the first kid in our grade was probably 14 or 15 to get cell phones. Literally. It was just, you didn't do it. And it was a flip phone. It was and like, like not allowed. And then the Facebook, it was just for college students. And anybody who was in high school was like, what? You're not allowed on the Facebook. So I, th right. I think that these early kind of rules for society and using these apps, it was good. Like, I don't want my four-year-old kid to be on the no, iPad no, four hours a day. No. And I'm, it's tough because it's addicting as fuck. And it's so easy because you're like, here, so, you know, it's yeah. like such an easy fix kind of. I, like, don't, how would you I don't bring my phone to the gym and I don't bring my phone when I run now. That's the, some, of the, some of the easier clearing of the head. While it's very difficult to go to the gym and just listen to the, baby, you're like oh God, lightning yeah. in a bottle. Yeah, so what, you just fresh. listen to like the gym music, <laughs> yeah, and they have a playlist. No! <laughs> that's my worst nightmare. No, they have a I playlist of like, headphones. Just to wear yeah, it's, well, you probably hear it, but they have like 150 songs, and like I added that's a few it. of Where them to go? my Spotify. What gym? Uh, that's go, super go, easy go. for me. Yeah, 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 cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it, it's helped me, and ever since I lost that 25 pounds, because I used to play tennis in college, so I was yeah. very active. Yeah. And then I was like, I've been doing this active shit for eight years. It's gotten me nowhere tennis wise. Yeah. So like three years, I didn't go to the, go to the gym, and then I got back into it. I guess over the last four years or so. Good for you. Uh, it, you is there a tennis court that you can play? No, like it's almost impossible to play tennis in New well, York City. I was gonna City say, I'm like, yes, you have for to have a huge, hours. yeah, huge space. And then indoor tennis costs at least eighty dollars an hour if you're playing at eleven p.m. And then if you're playing at six p.m., it's double that, like one hundred and fifty, yeah. one hundred sixty bucks. Oh my god, that's which is crazy. interesting. So you can just play in here, you yeah, get a tennis racket. Exactly, we play can go volley wall. to volley. Yeah, and I have a tennis ball there. <laughs> what made you? What made you go to Stanford? Well, Why for a corporate job, for a corporate job, and then honestly, I had wanted to live in New York City so bad. When's it happening? When when I make a million dollars <laughs> soon, so yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, put exactly. down the deposit. Uh, it's just so fucking, you know, it's so expensive that it's like it literally is right now just so cheap for me to just take a train, you know. Also, like it's a going from train. suburban life where there's so much room around you, then being in Stanford where you have a big apartment too, it's like you keep just going downsizing. It's tough, New York mindset I don't want to downsize, right, you know, like it already, and we have a backyard, I'm close to the water. you have a pet? house, we have a dog and four cats. Oh, wow. So next up next is a child, potentially. No? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, who, knows? who knows? It's, a little, it's a little 2023. Work than a cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. You know, if I could just throw it in a crate. For the <laughs> <day>. <laughs> like change out the, the litter baby. box. Yeah, I could just are, change the litter box. Are your crazy. cats pretty smart? <gasps> Very, of course. Intimidating and all to outside no, visitors. No, no, no. But no, is no, that no. just they because they're you. your cats? Yeah, my cats are perfect. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a little like. James. Well, one of them might. One of them might. There's what? one Which that's one? a little has a dash of feral in her. But What's her name? Serafina. Oh, They're all named after Lion like Italian, King characters. Right. Oh, who was Serafina Lion and, King? Um, Lion King too. She was like the daughter or something. Oh, interesting. That was her. one of the best. I, I haven't seen a lot of Broadway plays, but that was my favorite. Yes. Oh, of course. So good. Of course. Be your mighty king. Best also, music the, ever. yeah, so good. The movie was very good too. It, it, was, it holds up. Yeah. It really does hold right. up. Right. But Space Jam, not so much. I think it was the same. Uh, they should do a Broadway play on Space Jam. Oh though, right? my God! I'd be there in a second. <laughs> Those Talk about fire flames yeah, on the so playlist. You still go to Broadway plays? I do once in a while. You know, um, I was just talking to James and I'm like, we haven't been in a really long time. I've been only to one. What did I see? Beautiful, the Carol King. Um, that was the last one I saw, and that was like two years ago. So I, I gotta, I gotta get back out. There's, I'm trying to think. Like there were a couple that I've wanted to see. Now, of course, I can't remember off the top of my head what it was, but I wanted to see Funny Girl. You know, mm -hmm. before Leah Michelle. I don't know if you're, are you a big Broadway person? Leah Michelle was in Glee and had yes, that boyfriend she, who died. Yes, 
Okay. And she got the funny girl like okay. lead role. Why did people say she was a bitch? She's you know, diva, diva That's antics. You yeah. know, like, you know, there are all these rumors. Don't, she doesn't want people to make eye contact. I with don't her think you can and, do that anymore with social media. People just call no, you I'm out. I'm scared of literally doing anything in yeah. public. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared someone's going to be like, yeah, Sam looked at me wrong. And she's such a bitch. Yeah. You know, because like, gets you around. See all these stories that come uh -huh. out this influencer, I saw this person in public. Right. You know, so it's like, you get scared. Yeah. People can, anyone can grab on and be like, I saw this person. They did. X, yeah. So you have to be nice to everyone respond to all the comments. As right, you said, right. You think about getting back into singing. Or no? I do. Well, I sing at my shows. So I have like some really? original comedy shows. Let's go. Shows, that's like you songs. and Caroline the other, the other <gasps> yes, day. That's okay. why we were like kidding off. I'm like, Oh my God, I've never seen another A singer. Yeah. The show? Who like does comedy songs. Yeah, that's at, great. So, um, yeah, I no, I need to reach out and like get with her so uh -huh. we can chat. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I grew up like listening to Bo Burnham and he was like, do you ever watch or see any of his stuff? Kind of describe him to me. I've heard so, so much about him. I've seen a little bit of his stuff, but people are infatuated. Obsessed. Well, you know, he made this resurgence, you know, over the pandemic, he came out with this, you know, he did a kind of like a special, but State like it was world. in his room. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was pandemic. So he did it all like from his room. Um, but he, I had watched him. I started, you know, on YouTube, like to, you know, I was watching like his YouTube videos back when I was a kid and he would just make up. He's an amazing singer and pianist and he just has these out of pocket, insanely funny songs that he writes. And he was like the first that I was like, oh, this is a thing that you can kind of combine singing and comedy into one. You know, like he was one of the first that I was like, oh, that's a thing. Like people do that. The last time I was in LA, I saw... Like three or four of those type of comics, and I've not, really? I've not seen that Where? in New York. Just playing the guitar at right. shows, like random shows. Really? Yeah. I've like literally never, other than when we saw Caroline, and I know Kat Cohen. I don't know if you've ever seen her. Um, she's in New York City. She's also incredible, so funny. But she writes music, and it's kind of the same where it's like this, you know, mix of both. Like she'll do a little stand up, and then it'll bring her into a song. Do a little stand up, bring her into a song. You know, so it's kind of this combined show and I'm like, damn, if I could pull something like that off. So I, that's what I, I do a little of. And you're, like two songs. you're right. So you're creating songs to add to the stand up. Yeah. When's the next show? Your show. Um, well, I'm trying. So I'm talking with Sam, you know, the New York comedy club, Stanford to do a show there. Cause nice. I had done a bunch. Cause obviously, you know, being in Stanford, I had done a bunch around the Stanford area the last couple of years. So I was like, you know, I've done so many of them. I feel like everyone had seen it. Well, what type so, of venues were you doing? Well, Fairfield has a bunch in yeah, Fairfield. Yeah. Um, Norwalk. There was a place in Norwalk, BJ's. I don't know if you ever saw it. Um, maybe, maybe I've seen that. They have done like a couple, you know, kind of pop-ups at different spots over the, you know, COVID. But um, this was really like the first real like comedy club in Stanford that opened, you know, the New York Comedy Club one the last couple months. So, um, so yeah, so hopefully doing one there. But I think the next, next, I mean, is really, I'm going to Spain for the next two weeks. Oh, wow. No, what part? So my mom retired last year and she was just like, fuck the United States. She just rented a mega yacht or she what? She just literally, she was like, I'm going to go backpacking, like travel with her sister, my aunt. Okay. And like, see what I like. And she came across this town. It's called Alicante in Spain. And it's like on the coast of Spain. It's actually the port that you take to Ibiza. So like, it's the port where you take the ferry to Ibiza, like the party island. Mm -hmm. So, and she was like, I love it here. She found like a condo for a hundred thousand dollars. Like it's huge. It's amazing. You know? And she's like, this is ginormous. Your parents aren't together? No, no. And she just moved there. And so we're going to go visit her. Is she pretty fit? Yeah. Doing backpack hiking? Well, yeah. She's very much a health kind of freak nut too. Like both my parents when I got fat were like. Oh, they got on you? Yeah. What, were, what was some of the stuff? Well, they, they were saying? just like, you know, it was like, are you being healthy? Mm -hmm. You know, it was a lot of like, we're worried about your well, health. But I imagine though, being a girl and growing up and having that phase would be more difficult than being a like myself. Yeah, it was, you know, a lot, you know, my parents would like pat my belly and be like, oh, this is getting a little big, you know, like getting a little fluffy. But, you know, I think then, especially when I went into like the real world, you know, because it was after college that I really started to put on a lot of weight. Like 
I feel like to rebel against them was like, yeah, they never let me have like sugary cereal. So I'm like buying one of oh, every, you know? So it was like, because I never got to have that because we never went to fast food and never went to Wendy's or McDonald's. I'm like, Oh shit. This so they should have sprinkled shit. it in a little bit. You think, right. You know, I've been like, it's okay to have fast food once, every in, a once while. in a while. What you know? made you lose the weight? What was the, was, were you like going to the gym a lot, not eating as much? Yeah. Well, I think too, like I just gotten so sick. Like I, you know, like to the point where it's like, I had the worst. I remember my acid reflux. Like I constantly felt like my esophagus was going to like burn a hole in my neck because I just, <laughs> I was drinking so much Diet Coke and so much Coke and sugary stuff and just horrible foods that like. I was just always felt like I had no energy. I was tired all the time. And I was like, I got to do something. And, you know, I had just started to get a little bit into singing. So that helped me stop. Like, first I was like, I got to stop smoking cigarettes. Because mm -hmm. I was smoking like a pack a day. Whoa! What kind? Marlboro Lights, baby! Oh, let's go. All right. Yeah, I yeah, used to the smoke fans, those. The classic. And, and 27s. But I think yeah. Marlboro Lights were the, were the dope ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, I still love them. <laughs> really? You still kind of feel <gasps> it. I How long were you smoking cigarettes for? What? Smell of cigarettes? Yo, you bad. <laughs> How long were you addicted, though? Like five or six years. Whoa! Fuck, that must have been Not difficult. that bad. Like, it was, like, the last two years that I had stepped it up to, like, you know, it was more, like, when I was drinking, like, at yeah, night, yeah, especially, yeah. like, after Everyone a nice meal, that. you know, have a couple darts. So, was <laughs> was losing weight and stop smoking cigarettes, was that in the same? Yeah, those kind you know, well, it was for, for, like, I need to stop smoking cigarettes, because also, like... You know, I could just feel it in my lungs and like, you know, walking up the stairs. I was like, oh, I was man. like, I got to cut some shit out. So, you know, so I was really starting to focus on that. And I felt like a lot of it, too, was around drinking. So I just like cut out alcohol and cigarettes first. Yeah. You know, I was trying to cut those out and even, you know, just cutting out the drinking like because I was drinking like every night too. in Stanford at home or were you out? Both. I would go out a lot. Um, yeah, I was probably out like five nights a week because I'd just get done from work and I'm like, Fuck this, but you know, so I'd go out with my friends to a I bar. Was, I was going to ask though, if it, if you think that being in Stanford, it'd be easier to not drink as much than being in New York city. Well, Stanford gets got pretty, a lot of bars, get rowdy. Yeah, What's that lit. trip called? We get lit. Bedford. Maybe. Bedford yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Okay. Bedford street is like kind of the big one, but UConn like Stanford okay. is you know, obviously a huge part of Yukon and there's, it gets rowdy. Mm -hmm. It gets pretty crazy. Did <laughs> you ever think about going to Yukon? Like I Northeast. did. I did. But, um, Yukon was so expensive for out of state. Right, right, right. I mean, they all are now, but like, it was just, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw the prices on TikTok. I think USC cost $90,000 a year. It's so and I remember it was like 50,000 when I was going to college. It's so crazy. It's the goddamn inflation like that. Yeah. And also, afford it. and also maybe not as many people are going to college, so they have to jack up the price. I don't know. I feel like nowadays it just should be YouTube University as to Literally, go back to what we were talking about. Than I ever yeah. have in UNH. I know it's crazy. There are things I learned. I'm like, what? What do you look forward to over the next few years in your comedy career and TikTok, social media, <laughs> Sam Ramsdell brand? Well, I love, you know, again, I love to travel and going out and actually meeting people you know, who have been supporting me. Like that is always the best. Like running into people who actually, you know, are supportive and, you know, follow my stuff is amazing. And yeah, you know, it's like continuing to grow, you know, grow obviously comedically, you know, I'd love to keep continuing to grow my show. I feel like every time I do it, you know, it gets a little bit better, twerk, you know, try this little, you know, tuning here, fine tuning there. So, um, and then, you know, just, having fun you know i think to just like really like making sure that i'm stopping to enjoy all the moments and not be continually like oh I, you know she's doing this and comparing and like they're doing this i should be doing that and just be like damn really taking time to appreciate it and just you know having fun what's a moment though where you get in your head and then you realize all right i should be well, just being on social media <laughs> you know it's just like yeah. you know sometimes that's the the hardest part of like you know you gotta be obviously most of my day is spent around being on social media for looking for trends, for responding, editing, all the craziness. But then there also is this part where, you know, then you also are seeing what everyone else is doing. It's like, should, you know, should I be doing, you know, X, Y, and Z and doing a, another story time or doing another, she's getting, you know, growing at this rate. Oh, should I be growing it? You know, it's hard to not get caught up in that, in the comparisonitis of it all. But 
Comparison is the biggest thief of joy, as they say. I think now more so than ever. Yeah. When, you, when it's so easy to see what the other person is doing. Right. Well, and, you know, like it's that's a part of the app that they're forcing you. They're like, here, look what everyone else is doing. Feel yeah, bad about I, yourself. I, I Do more. I don't, I don't watch stories anymore. I can't. You know, it's like. I've had, you know, even like some big people, like I have to mute them because like, I'm like, you're not yeah. because I hate you, but because sure. you make me feel bad about myself. I also, the ones that I don't mute are like the, the yacht pages, the millionaire mansion pages, yeah, yeah, the ones yeah. that are just like, yeah, if I watch it, watch. yeah. And it's also motivating, totally you know, like right. I don't really right. give a shit what John is eating for lunch. Like there's no need for, for me to watch somebody else's story that I already know. Right. Like I already know what you're doing. Right. Well, that's, you know, it's a thing too. like, I, Which I, I would maybe, I would also maybe recommend that people start doing that. Stop watching yeah, stories and, so much. Yeah. Or muting people, not being afraid to like, mute. I love yeah. muting people yeah. because I'm like, I, even some of my good friends who are like influencers, I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, it just like, you know, the big thing is I keep seeing a lot of influencers and creators are doing writing books. Like, you know, and I'm like, fuck, do I have to write a book? You know, I'm like, I don't have a book. Should I be working on a book? Do you think so? I, and I'm like, do I really want to write a book or do I just think I need to write Couldn't a book? that happen for so you many know? different things though? But that's the thing is, it's like, is that for every, you know, it's like, do I really want to or am I just, you know, so then you fuck with yourself. Especially since no one is Sam Ramsdale. Right. And you don't have anyone to bounce to off that you can really trust to be like, should I write about it? Well, how, about, how about James? Does he help you in, in that realm? He does, boyfriend? but he's like, you know, it's kind of nice because he's so far removed. James is never on social media. He never posts. He never, he I doesn't even have TikTok on That's probably phone. why your relationship works so well too. Totally. It's just completely opposite. Like I would love a girl who's not on social media like, totally. watching all my shit, having totally. pressure to be like, babe, I just put up a post. You didn't right, like it? My, yeah, right. <laughs> why did you comment? Right. Right. Just fucked. I know. Especially it's, if honestly. if I try and date somebody who's 10 years younger than me, chances are they're probably on Instagram. Yeah. And want to be a, you know? Yeah. No, it's tough. That's why it is. It's so nice. I'm like, thank God. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, would it be nice? Like we can then post about each other. And I'm like, no. Do you think it's no. because he's older? Or he just doesn't give a shit. He's older. And, and he also doesn't just doesn't get, you know, which is nice it's too. Like if he wanted combo. to be a star of the show, uh-huh. And I will want it to be a comedian and want it to be, I think that would make it really tough. And people love the dynamic that you two have. You yes. being silly, him being straight man. Kind of straight man, by the, the way, yes, obviously James is not gay, but we mean right. <laughs> like straight man acting term. normal. The yes, straight face and be right. like, what the shit is going on here? <laughs> that kind of I don't straight know. man. Or is he straight? Yeah, or he, he does show me a lot of love. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, maybe, yeah, so... Anyways, it's a crazy world. Yeah, but you have a great support system. But I do. I'm very grateful for James. Continue to grow. How many months out are you booking shows? Does it kind of Into the summer. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing, um, you know, again, you know, where my audience is also biggest. Like, I, funny enough, like, one of my biggest following is from Texas. So that's How do you find that out, though? You can pull stats on, like, your, like... Seeing your demographic and likes and yeah, biggest age cities and stuff. And biggest but do you ever go to a place because people are reaching out to you on DMs? I do. And I that's, you know, which is nice because then that helps me not have to do as much work. Mm-hmm. Because again, I'm the one doing all this. I'm the one looking up, oh, Austin, going Googling Austin comedy clubs right, right, and then right. DMing them and being like, hey, any chance you have any. Don't you find it things? interesting how you need to start up the process and then you'll have somebody take it over yeah. for you? Because yeah. as we keep talking about the past, it was kind of like. You have your stand-up set. Okay, you are hilarious. You're killing in yep. your certain environment. Now somebody else will reach out to all these clubs yeah. because they know the booker. They know the manager. It's not yeah. just, oh, on Instagram, hey, we want to do a show there, which I which I do a lot of times. You know, I'll reach out to clubs and be like, Look, we can put together a great comedy show. Yep. I do this. I'll talk people. on the phone. Yeah. yeah, we market it. Uh-huh. Well, and it's a lot of self-marketing. A lot of self-marketing. And I don't think people realize too how much work and how much money it is to put on a show. Like even just putting on the show, like that's why too, like I've had some bookers reach out who are like, you know, we'll book, you know, do your shows for you, but we want all your shows and we want 20% of everything you make. What do you mean all your shows for that particular weekend? Yeah, like any show you book for the next year, you're tied to us. We book it. Like even if someone reaches out to me in the DMs, you know, like Cap City and Austin. But is that particular, but it's, you can't do any other shows in Austin? Any shows anywhere in the U.S. without them getting paid for. Like they're like, we're your show. Wait, 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 wait. That's like a manager though. Kind of. Like a, booker manager what's the situation though that has happened what do you so like i had this booking company that reached out they're like we you know kind of like a manager booking and kind of 
Do oh, a but, but they would they would book all your shows. All my shows. Okay, okay. All my I thought it was shows. like Austin was like you can only perform in Austin. No, 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 no. No, they were just like we'll we're like any show that you book that's live anywhere in the U.S. We will book it. We'll do all the back work, but we get twenty percent. It's like when you're first starting now. Normally, you have to pay to get a spot somewhere. You know, or these bringer shows, you got to bring people. But yeah, we mentioned Austin. You hear about Joe Rogan's club? Yes, mothership. yes. I, while we're there, I really would you love gotta to go. go to you gotta yeah. go. But, yeah. uh, Andrew yeah, Schultz and amazing. Joe Rogan were talking about the comic pay. Andrew Schultz was praising Joe Rogan and being like, "I cannot really? believe we're getting paid X amount of dollars per set." They didn't mention a number, but I imagine it's got to be a few hundred dollars, which is just unheard of in the New York comedy scene. You know, like, yeah, no, it takes normally a long it's, time before you start even getting paid in the New York comedy Well, scene. yeah. Or like you're paid peanuts. So like, yeah, you give 20% to a booker. Then you give, you know, normally it's at least, least another 30% to the club. So at that point you have 50%. Then you got to pay the opener, the host, then cameras, video. cameras videos. You got to pay for flights there. Normally one time, you know, sometimes you'll get a really cheap hotel, but mm -hmm. the other nights, if you want to stay any other night, you got to pay for that. Is James traveling with you? And he, James comes. So like, I feel like, you know, it's like, he, well, of course is like, I, you know, I'll give you money for my, but I feel like I'm like, I'm the one who's dragging you to do this. Right. He's not but getting anything. Yeah, like I'll get flights, you know? And he, obviously he's a good sport. He, he's come no matter what show, no matter if I'm doing 10 minutes, no matter if I'm doing a whole show, no matter like he will be there. He comes to every single show. I'm sure you've noticed like every show yeah. he will come to. And he has a full-time job, you know, like that's completely unrelated to this world. And he's still every show. He will be there support system he is he's the best that's why you know i'm like if i was complete if i didn't have james like i think i would be like out of my mind you know because it's like he's the one person that i'm like you know at the end of the day i can be like you know and not feel like i'm complaining because i think too a lot of times you know if i go on i'm like oh my god today was a rough day like you know people are like oh she's complaining she's negative she doesn't <laughs> you know appreciate what she has yeah you know so it's like that one person that I can. So I'm like very, very grateful that I have him. You see yourself releasing a Sam Ramsdell hour special on YouTube? The Hulu, I would love Netflix, to. Whatever. That would, yes. That's that's a, you know, bucket list is to do a special. Um, yes, I would love to. I would. And do you see a time frame for that? Probably Not within really. like a year. You okay. know, year, two years. Because I am, you know, it's... You know, you're always are going to feel like it's never at the, you know, I mean, at least I feel like I'm like, it's never at that perfect spot. I'm like, I could, you know, add one more thing here. Maybe I can make that song a little bit tighter or make that, you know, that bit a little bit tighter. So, you know, I think it's at least another year or so of working out stuff. But more so YouTube, you think, rather yeah, than probably the YouTube. streaming services? Who knows? You know, like those stream, another industry that changes like every five seconds, you know, there could be another streaming service and six months from now it's just stand-up comedy you know like men right. you probably see like that's yeah, you know yeah, yeah. streamer that does a lot yeah. of stand-up and goes to these comedy clubs so it's like you never know another six months you know or a year it could be like a whole joe rogan could have his own like you know i could see that too he has a streaming you know where you can go on and watch comedy you know just stand-up comedy or any types of comedy shows so i think live streaming of comedy will continue to grow and it's going to be yeah. something that comics are going to have to get used to having yeah, their material live. all over well, the place yeah with uh what's his face chris rock who just did his live comedy special on netflix like netflix is doing a lot of the live stuff now yeah but that uh what's it with the that other one? Oh yeah that's fucked up also started. what's the deal why is everybody so mad at vanessa nick lachey i didn't watch it but i watched the tiktoks it was all over my shit they're just you know it was very like a bias kind of interview questions like you could tell there are certain people that they liked or didn't like and you know, they're just, you know, you got to watch what you say these days because, you know, Vanessa was also pushing a lot of people and like, when are you having babies? When are you having babies? Yeah. And that's like, you know, it's a thing now that like. Oh, it's not cool anymore. Know. Fuck, I have to cut out when I, I asked you, you if you're going to have babies. No, I don't care. <laughs> but you were like, but when are you having it? You know, she was, you know, she was like, but when? Like, are, you know, in the next six months, like, the, you know, she kept pushing it. Also, it's the trend too when you see somebody. Uh, take a jab at her they're like oh yeah that person really was she really was well, doing that take another jab bup, 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 bup. right and then look into her history and see she's done it before i liked nick and jessica yeah. simpson chicken of the z oh they were great that, that was, was the first reality show right one of the kind first of, yeah like world. couple yeah reality shows um 
And they were, that's another thing that's been on TikTok. I've seen a lot of those clips of. Yeah, when they were together at the spring break. Yes. And, and Nick was like, give it up for the most beautiful the woman, woman in the world. Yeah. And Vanessa Lachey's like, right there. Yeah. Or Vanessa Milano. Uh, Milano. What's her last name? Milano. Wait, that Is wasn't another. Right? That might be a singer, Vanessa Milano. Or maybe it was her. I, she was pretty back in the day, I tell you. She, she looks was like Miss America. Now, but, oh, she was? Like, wasn't she? I don't know. She's like Indonesian. Yeah, or Miss USA. She had some sort of, she was a, yeah, beauty, beauty girly, beauty girl. Sam, this has been an amazing so episode. So much fun. This is always great. I always, loves, I always love seeing you. Away. Before we get out of here, shout out your everything, please, so uh, yes. we can find you. Yes. So obviously, Instagram and TikTok are my big ones where you can find me, Sam Ramsdale 5. Also, the Weird and Proud pod. You can find, you know, anywhere you get your podcasts. And, uh, yeah, if you follow Instagram, TikTok, you'll see I post about all my live shows and stuff, too, on there. So, come see a live show. And she's hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Sam, always a good hang. So thanks good so much for you. coming Thank on the podcast. Thank you so much for Guys, having me. thanks so much for tuning in and listening. If you're in Connecticut tonight or you live in NYC, yeah. you want to take a short train ride, come to the Ted Ooh. Jones Comedy Show. Check the link in this YouTube video and we'll see you next time. Ooh. Goodbye. Bye.